Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Welcome to the show. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Morning, studio. Morning. All right, we're going to do a get to know you as we do on Mondays and go around the room and I'll ask the question, then I'll answer it. It'll give you guys a few minutes to think about your answer. If you could only listen to one artist's music for the rest of your life and only one artist and all the music they've made from right now back, you can't. You don't get to listen to anything new. So if it's a new artist you like, you only have an album or two. Does that make sense? Everybody yeah. yeah. Yep. One artist the rest of your life, who would that artist be? Let's go around the room. Mine is going to be John Mayer. That's my one artist. Got a big body of work. I love him. He's my favorite. I'm going John Mayer. Eddie. I'm going to go with the Beatles because there's so much different types of music from the start of their career to the end of their career that like there's fast stuff, there's cheesy stuff, and there's really good melodical, melodical stuff. I'm going to go with the Beatles. I like that. Lunchbox. Tina Turner. She has a wide variety. She has melodic. She you has stole that, that word from me. I mean, yeah, because you sound so stupid when you say it. <laughs> like, goodness. Like, trying to sound I think so cool. you didn't say melodical. Yeah, Isn't I mean, that melodical? I don't know. Oh. But you just sound dumb. Just say they have a wide variety of music. <laughs> but yes, Tina if Turner. If you said it right, then good for you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You lost me too, buddy. <laughs> Tina Turner, absolutely. Amy? George Strait. I mean, that's for and me. there's a lot, too. It's your there, fa- he's your favorite, and there's a lot. Yeah, it would never get old. Morgan, who would you take? Oh, I think I would take Shania Twain. Ray? Sam. Hunt? Yeah. Oh, boy. Remember the talk we had last week? Yeah, well, that's my honest answer. I know, I know, I know. And I said you were being honest about being obsessed with him. And you said, no, I'm not. It's a bit. You come to my crib, I'm playing his music. That's what I'm listening to. Sam Hunt. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I like it that you're honest about it. But then you weren't honest when Scuba Steve said he won't come on the show because you're obsessed with him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you need to tell their people that it's, it's maybe talked about a little bit more than it is. He has nothing to worry about. Does he have security? So we we should ask him if he has security when he comes up here because of you. Maybe he'll feel more comfortable. Got it. All right. Welcome to Monday's show. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, 
Bobby Bones. My 16-year-old has been having issues with the law. His last offense has landed him another court date. And my husband and I are in search of a solution to correct his trajectory of bad behavior. My husband is a former police officer. And he has suggested the Scared Straight program to open up my son's eyes to what would happen to him if he continues to get in trouble. My husband said the programs are designed primarily to work through fear. And he believes there is same value in positive and fear when it comes to trying to change my son. I think that could be lasting harm, and I think it could be traumatizing. How do you feel about scared straight, good or bad, when it's an option for my son? Signed, mom of a troubled teen. So I'll say this, regardless if it's a teenager or not, we're all communicated in different ways, uh, different personalities. For example, even on this show, I don't we don't scare anybody straight here, <laughs> but... Every single one of you have a different personality and you have to be talked to differently and you have to be good and bad differently. I know Amy, she likes to be told when she does things right and she likes to immediately be told when things aren't right. Like she just needs that communication with words, just the end. Um, and I would handle her differently than I would handle Eddie or Lunchbox or Raymundo. So your son is gonna have a different personality. You're gonna know that personality. I just wanna start by saying that. I think sometimes some trauma is good. And I know that word is often associated with most trauma is bad, real bad. I think we all have traumas, little T's and big T's, right, Amy? Big yep. trauma and little traumas. I think the trauma of the positives not working, but we're going to take them and show them what it can be. I don't think that's bad. I don't think scared straight's bad if he's so scared it keeps him from doing it. Now, I don't know I put him in jail for a month and just be like, hey, fight for, fight for yourself. Yeah, I don't know what the Scared Straight program entails. Even if it's not a program, mostly what Scared Straight is is you take him and he, he talks to prisoners and sees what it's like to be in jail. Yeah. Okay. You show him that. Like, this could be you. Yeah. So, you know your kid. I would base it on what you know of him, but I just wouldn't refrain from doing it because you think, well, this is a traumatizing thing for all kids. No way, man. Show your kid what can happen. Cause it, it's going to be traumatizing if he ends up there for real. <laughs> it's hard to communicate. Yes. That's life. Mm -hmm. It's hard to communicate with some folks because you can't find the proper method to do it. Maybe this is the method to get through to him there. I was thinking about, too, like you want your kids to mess up and make these mistakes when they're with you. Because, yeah, you have the opportunity to help guide them. And every personality is different. But maybe this is what your son needs. And this is keeping him from messing up down the line. Because... As a parent, oh, it's the worst when your kids mess up. But that's what I've been telling myself lately. It's like, I'm glad they're messing up now because I don't want them to mess up as an adult. And it's a blessing here that he's only 16 because if he's having trouble with the law and he's 18, yeah, it's a whole different game. So you're like, like he gets scared straight the home mm -hmm. version where he goes and stays there for a little bit. Yeah. So if you think your kid can take it or if you think he, he will take it and he's a little traumatized, but in a way of like, it's going to keep him from doing, take him. I don't, there's nothing... It's not like he gets a one-on-one -on -one with a prisoner for an hour in a room and nobody else is in there. <laughs> yeah, that would be terrible. Just show them what can happen, <laughs> if not. So thank you for emailing us, but I have no problem with it. I think it's a good idea, you? Uh, if, if everything else hasn't worked. Depending on, yes, their personality, their, if they know. I want to do this sometimes in lunchboxes. <laughs> show him. Oh, man, I've been. There you go. He's been in jail. There you go. That, that was actually, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't know, but that was a scared straight program we did. That's right. All right, thank you. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. He has a, he's kind of, he kind of has a point here, Abby. So I'm going to let him just say it here. Lunchbox wants to say something to you about, because you are doing the show with me this weekend in Wichita. You're doing Friday and Saturday night. 
I don't agree with him, except I think his voice should be heard, and I just kind of understand. So you want to know what? I just want to know why Abby's so lazy. What? Because, yeah, you're like, what? Me? Lazy? No, I I don't think phone. Abby's lazy in general. I think Abby is an excellent worker and a great attitude. I, I love having Abby here. But Bobby likes motivated people. Just don't and- make it about me. Don't make it about me. Okay. Leave you out of it? Yes. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Abby, my question to you is, why are you so lazy? No, just okay. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Let me, I'm going to explain. I'm leaving you out of it. So there was this guy that has given you an opportunity for the last two years to sing and perform and get on stages and has been encourage, encouraging you to you know pursue your music. And in those two years, you have not picked up the guitar and tried to learn it at all, which you need if you want to try to make it. Like you're wasting money paying all these guitar people to play for you when you haven't even attempted to try to learn the play the guitar in two years when this person... Who d- doesn't want to be involved? In I don't this. mind if you say th- me uh, there. I just don't. Oh. Well, <laughs> Bobby has given you all these opportunities, and you have not tried to learn the guitar. Why? I have attempted to learn the guitar. I can't pick it up. I don't know what it is. I took piano lessons when I was a kid. I just cannot like read notes. I it's can't something read notes. I don't think I can do. I can't read notes, but I can play guitar. Yeah, did How? you like? Did you take lessons? No, I haven't taken lessons, but I have like an app that tries to teach you, like YouTube videos. But I cannot pick it up. I just I cannot. My fingers are too small or something. You are very capable. Kidding. You're also very bright. I think you can pick it up. But I I I'm not saying you're lazy. You're not. But he does have a point here. For a couple of years, you've been getting some pretty real, some big shots. But then there's always a struggle with finding a guitar player. I never thought about it. Just learn to play the guitar. <laughs> I don't know why. It just does not come easy to me. It doesn't come easy to anybody. It's no, not easy to me. It's, it's hard. hard. To play. Some people make it seem super easy. Well, everybody makes everything. Look at the ice skater doing a triple axel. Looks pretty easy to me. Yeah, it didn't start out that way, <laughs> that though. That easy. They started right. out where you are. That's and that's right. why for two years, you should have been shredding by now. Well, no, that's not, not true. Not, not shredding. <laughs> yes, but, but... you should be able to play songs. I never thought about it that way. But I definitely think you you could learn to play the guitar. But you're not lazy. You're not lazy, but you are making excuses right now. It's just, it's hard for everybody. Nothing's easy. Like just going to these Wichita shows, you're like begging people on social media. And so you're going to hire some random that just sent you a video. And hopefully the person's good. You don't even know if they've played in front of a live audience before. They could just get up there and freeze. And then you're really screwed. You know, that's true. That is true. But I don't think that's going to happen. So I don't I agree with how he's saying it. I do understand why. And I also think he looks to find reasons to bring Abby in Hold here on. And- that, I, I, it was a legit thing. We started talking about how she's looking for a guitar player, and it just hit me. I was like, huh. Well, I also do not exactly have the most supportive environment when it comes to you and my Yeah, but look at all the rest of us. We're all super supportive. And I think Lunchbox was kind of supporting you in his weird way of like, Abby, you need to learn how to play guitar. And he did. He has gotten her a job. I'm not sticking up for him here because he's he's mean. He's mean. And I'm trying to save you money. (laughs) So, Amy, what do you think about this? I mean, I think that Abby could learn like basic keys if she wanted to. Chords. chords, yeah. Yeah, chords on a guitar. I mean, I... I do I do understand it's hard. I've tried it before and my fingers hurt, but I think it's one of those things you have to work through the pain and it's uncomfortable and then you get comfortable. So give it a go if that's something you want to add into it. Um, if you said right now, I just don't even want to play guitar. Right. Screw it. I'd be like, got it. No, I would love to. Okay. But then you, so can. There, yes, then you can. Yes, then you have to stop saying I can't. Just in general, not just this, anybody with anything. You ain't going to do anything if that word ain't or can't is up at the front. 
And a lot of the guitar players that come in here, you know, like, I don't know, I think of John Osborne, who's in here. I think one time he was talking about, I mean, he's an amazing guitar player. And Bobby asked him something about what he did when he was a kid. And he was like, I sat in my room all the time and played guitar. Like, they, they're that awesome because they practiced and they started super young at times. You don't have to be awesome. I'm not awesome. Right. But you right. can, if you're never too old to start anything, so... I just need three chords, right? That's all I need. Three chords in the truth. Yeah. No, you need well, a little more than that, more but than still. Three chords. <laughs> you could do... That's what they say. You could do G, C, D, A, E, A minor, Just e. learn the main ones. Yeah, you could do those. And it's going to hurt your fingers a little bit, but you, you'll get it. The transitions are very hard for me. They're hard for everybody. I know, but you guys are getting it. I don't know what's going on. We didn't get something. it until we went through the whole process of like the transitions are very hard and then you just go screw it and you keep doing it. Well, what? there is something to the, I mean, you have to admit some brains are. Uh, that's not my brain though. I'm I, telling you. I know it's not yours. I'm just my, a, I no, I can't like, I can't let her make an excuse for something. I've seen people that are way less capable than right. her do. She, oh, Abby no, no. is well, you know she fights capable. with her brain a lot. See, she there's something missing. That. I think there might be something no. missing in some part. No. No. That doesn't I, I actually wasn't like I was trying to don't let, her, don't let her get away with it Amy. support her but also make a point that like don't let her get away with it. not everybody's brain is like that and people still are able to figure it out Abby believe in yourselves and if you want I can give you lessons $100 an hour <laughs> how nice of you no problem <laughs> so kind if you don't want a long guitar all good uh -huh. but I will not accept from you who is very capable who is very driven a very motivated person that I can't do it because you mm -hmm. can't I've seen you do crazier bigger things yeah, I think I psych myself out living in Nashville, being surrounded by so many <laughs> really good musicians. I'm just like, there's no way I can even get close to that. So You don't have to get close to so, that. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so. Well, now I want to play the piano. You've motivated me. Yeah, I think yeah. my brain's. Amy, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think your brain can do that. You may be missing something. Yeah, I think there's something missing. No, I'm capable. Not for this Friday and Saturday, Abby. Uh huh. But I think if you give yourself six months. Oh, wow. Okay. You can come in and do a recital. You can do <laughs> it. That's the goal. Six months from now, come on. Abby's going to do a recital in the studio. You have six months. Yep. I could have just changed like your life. Long. What, Abby? I, that doesn't seem like very long. It's plenty of long. Oh, boy. It's plenty long. <laughs> six months from now, put the date down, a recital with Abby and her guitar. Woo! Okay? Yes, and this, I love it. And Friday and Saturday night, Abby will be playing in Wichita with me and my comedically inspirational shows, tickets, bobbybones.com. Abby, good luck. We're proud of you. Thank you. We, sorry, we will be proud of you. <laughs> Six months. <laughs> and it, like Lunchbox's sourness actually turned into something good. Yeah. It good went job, sourness. Dude. Well, it was just how you approached it. Yeah. You what else? You're you lazy. Come, if you would have come on and said, hey, I have something to say. Abby, you know, I really believe in you in many ways. But what I found is that the one thing in your life that's not consistent with the rest is that you playing guitar like you're you're so driven and motivated everything else but you don't play guitar and you're you want to do music mm. and you're paying people i feel like it's a waste of money when you can just do it yourself i'm curious as to why you don't do it yourself <laughs> that right there would have been her not feeling attacked and on her heels and she could have that conversation i don't think he's able to say that that's, that's that was weird how you said that <laughs> 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 and amy good on the piano but no i mean i took lessons when i was I a know, kid but some people it's just not there no, I think it just takes no. To, why, why, why? Everything you just said to her does it not turn around and apply to me? Of like, all it takes is dedication and practice and consistency. Mm -hmm. Which, my, well, bless your heart. 
Okay. All right, we're good. Well, I'm just kidding. You okay, can, fine. You, you can I, do I anything you whatever. want. Whatever. I'm going to have my own recital in six months. <laughs> by yourself. <You're> <laughs> Amy's by. Clink, clink, clink. You can do whatever you want to, Amy. All right, thank you guys. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Some puppies were on the loose. They were missing. And some people put on a lost and found pet Facebook page. Hey, these puppies, we need help finding them. So the owner of the page, Callie Clemens, was like, oh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go find these dogs. They were in a storm drain. And it was not easy to get to where they were. They, it's not like she could physically see them. She could just hear them crying. And so she did everything she could. And it took her several days. And she rescued the puppies. And it's just pretty awesome that she was determined and didn't want to give up. Because somebody would be like, well, what are we going to do? How are we going to get them? How would you rescue the puppies down there? With what sound? Because I was thinking about what I'd do. I'd, I'd probably be like, that's a, that's, that's a big one. Oh, I, I do kisses for dogs. That's interesting. Because yeah. we all have a... I, <laughs> you do click. Or I, click. Or I go... Yeah. That's good. And that's probably one, two, and then three. Hello, puppies, 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 puppies. Yeah, that'd be three. What would you do? I don't think I'd take some food. Oh, Can that's they smell it? Good. I know they're puppies, Sewer, but I don't know though. if they're... Oh. I would just say a noise. Okay. Yeah, sometimes to my dog, I'm like... What? High pitch? Something, anything high. Or like a squeaker. Take a squeaker down there. Yeah. Oh. Lunchbox. Here, puppy, puppy. Here, puppy, puppy. <laughs> what? Well, you look at me like it's crazy. No, like it's Amy's crazy. shriek was terrible. I it was normal. I, I thought I just thought, I, I was, was trying normal. to mimic the sound of a dog whistle, which would be so high. We don't even we can't Margo, do it. Watch. I can actually scream. This may hurt people's ears, but I can scream as loud as a dog whistle. You ever heard me do this? No. Watch. <laughs> wow. Oh, you know what? I didn't hear that. I know. That's what I'm saying. Wow. But I bet the dogs are dogs, dogs, the dogs are barking now. One more time. There you huh. go. You guys ever bark like a dog? Two dogs? I'm only going to mess with my bulldog. Oh. <laughs> you look like, you like, like what the heck is that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you. Good story, Amy. That's what it's... Did you hear that one? Yeah. Did you just no, say all barely. about? Well, I did that in the dog, dog pitch. Oh, oh, wow. So maybe you heard a little bit there, but that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here's the question. Nearly one-fifth of Americans say they've ended a relationship because of this trait, which has nothing to do with romance. So you're looking at 20%? Wow. So they've ended a relationship in their life at some point because of this trait, which has nothing to do with romance. Now, that's the question. Now, what I want to do is bring on Kellen here in Ohio. Kellen, what's happening? Hello, how, how are you? Pretty good. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good. I'm going to give you a chance to win a $50 Sonic gift card. Now, you'll have three opportunities to win. The first is just you. I'm going to ask you the question. It's 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 impossible. It's called Never Going to Get It. Because I don't think you'll ever get it, but you'll have a bunch of chances here. The first is you answering it. Nearly one-fifth of Americans say they've ended a relationship because of this trait, which has nothing to do with romance. What is it? Kellen, for the prize, what do you think it is? Um, oh, man. I'm sorry, that's time. So Kellen does not have an answer, but that's uh, okay. Good try. Good try. Yeah, good try. Now, Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie, Morgan, you all can take a guess here. I got it. I, I, I got this one. I'm in. Ray, are you playing? I know the answer. You do? Oh, then you should play. Oh, my God. Oh, here, no, we go. here we go. Here we go. Here we go. No, no, no. So, who would you like Kellen to represent you? Amy, mm -hmm. how do you feel about it? I feel good about it. 
for sure. And I typically am good at this game. Lunchbox? Oh, nailed it. This, I mean, I, I mean, written down, it's like, it's one of my characteristics. Eddie? I normally don't know it, but I know it this time. And Morgan? I feel like I know this one. And Ray? I definitely know it. One hundred percent. Okay, so you don't get Ray, but you can pick uh, two of the other show members. Let's Whoa! do two. Let's do two. Who, Kellen? If they get it, you get it. Which two are you going with? I think Amy and Lunchbox. Oh my okay. Gosh. Yeah. Okay. So let's go over to Morgan first. Morgan, the question is: Nearly one fifth of Americans say they've ended a relationship because of this trait. It is not romantic. What is it? Well, I've ended a relationship over this, and it was not liking animals. Okay, Eddie. Frugal, penny pincher. So they broke up because the person's cheap. Yeah, like you're so cheap. Like, we're not, how are we going to enjoy our lives if you're so cheap? Got it. Well, Morgan, you're wrong. Dang. Eddie, I'm going to put you on hold. <laughs> yes! Can Lunchbox and I say ours together on the count of three? Why? Because I feel like we have the you same can. one. You I can. Mean, there's no rule against that. I, fe- I feel like we have the same one. Okay. One, two, three. Poor cheap. hygiene. Okay, see. Who knows? I don't what know. did you what? say? Cheap. Oh, oh and you said poor hygiene because you're thinking of him. He said, "I have, I have this character." Yeah, I'm cheap too. That's what I. I you, you're cheap, and you have poor hygiene. Ah, uh, yeah. I guess I got two of the three. <laughs> I got two of them. So, so cheap. Yep. Poor hygiene. Mm-hmm. Amy, poor hygiene is not the answer. Oh man! Oh man! There we got yeah! it. We got it. We got it. Come on! That's crazy. I don't think that's it. Yeah. Oh, that oh, come it. on, you Amy. Come on. You don't end a relationship because someone's frugal. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. You won't, I won't well, take it. Frugal, though, is a positive way to say if, if someone's I'm cheap. cheap. Yeah. I'm cheap. Would you guys call me cheap? Yes. You're cheap. I am proud of it. So that's frugal. Right, but you like <laughs> fancy things. It's so weird. So. He didn't pay, he didn't pay for them. <laughs> exactly. Here we go. Okay. Kellen, if the answer is cheap or frugal, you win the prize. Mm. Come on. Wait, she didn't pick Eddie. That's okay. No, she, she picked Lunchbox. Okay, she picked Lunchbox. He okay, picked I, me. Okay, okay, okay. You didn't say frugal, though. Oh, my God. I get it. Nearly one-fifth of Americans oh, said they've ended a relationship because of this trait. It has nothing to do with romance. The answer that you guys have, cheap or frugal, Come is on. incorrect. What? 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 Wrong. Everybody's wrong. Uh, W-R-ong. Do we get a second guess? W-wrong. W-R-O-ng. Does what? anybody in here, in your opinion, have this trait? Yes. Oh. That's a hint. I got it. And I'm going to go Kellen. Oh, I know. I got it. I got so it. So now I'm going to go around the room. Now, you can, this is your last chance to win, uh. Kellen. You can pick that either any of them get it or all of them miss it. Which one do you think? Uh. I think one of them are going to get it. Okay. That's right. I'm going to get it. One of them gets it, and I gave them a hint. It does. It is represented somehow in this room. This is you, rude. You, you want me to go for it right now to say it? Everybody just take a breath. Okay. Hey, so, do you want us all at the same time? <laughs> yeah. We understand nothing. <laughs> well, I really okay. thought we were going to have the same. Here we go. 20% of Americans, one-fifth of Americans around that, so they've ended the oh, relationship so because of this trait. It has nothing to do with romance. What is it? I can't read that, Eddie. <laughs> Lunchbox, what do you have? Lazy. Oh, lazy. That's not it. Lazy. Who's lazy here? You. Eddie. You. Okay. Woo, lazy. Amy. Okay, well, when you said it's in this room, I thought losing here. Oh! That's great. Oh! Who? <laughs> well, me and Ray. I'll answer no, that. Not Ray's Ray. not in this room. She goes, not Ray. <laughs> Ray's okay. losing hair. No, he does that PRP or whatever. Okay. Eddie, they're all taking Which, shots Eddie, at you, Eddie, I don't no. think it's bad. I wouldn't break up with you hey, for Guys, this. I've been married for 18 years. Like, trust me, right. we're good. No, okay. I know, but... So we have my losing. hair is nothing, and I'm not lazy. We have losing hair, and we have lazy. <laughs> this is apparently where everybody goes at Eddie. Uh, 
Morgan, if you say being Hispanic, <laughs> that, that'd be messed no. up. That'd be messed, that'd be messed up. up. No. Morgan is okay. I actually, like, I, I went lunchbox in this room and messy. Messy, the, got it. Was the one? I just didn't want him to go for you the, all and all of them, Eddie. <laughs> oh yeah, crazy. Messy's yeah. good. Okay, Eddie, what is yours? I got it. Mm-hmm. And somebody in this room definitely is this. It's nosy. Someone that is nosy getting in your business. Okay. So, so that would be you. That's you. Kellen, you think one of the four of them will get it? You've heard all their answers. I'll let you stick with that or I'll let you change after hearing their answers. What do you want to do? I'm going to stay with it. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Who's does she like? Who does she like? He likes mine. Are I you like, guys confused out if Kellen's a guy or a girl? I, think I we like are. Morgan's. Hey, I think we are because I said she and Lunchbox said he. <laughs> oh my gosh. Eddie. This is why no one likes Eddie. Is Kellen not this, a girl? This is like this is why Eddie no one likes you. I think Kellen's a, a dude. You do? Kellen is a dude. Kellen, are you a dude? I am. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. Like what in the world, Eddie? Okay, like, here we go. Am, oh my god. Um, nosy is not it. Yeah, it's not nosy. Kellen's Messy like, is not it. Uh, oh wow. What'd you have, Amy? Let's just see what he says. Oh, you said bald. Balding. Balding. So not it. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Good. Let's go, Kellen. We did it. And lunchbox, yours was lazy. So I will say this, like Eddie. This trait, more than one person here has this. Oh uh, man. So no, oh. you're calling me lazy too? Oh, that's right. Hold on. Wait a second. Is that's it bad driving? Lunchbox incorrect. It is bad driving. <laughs> Uh, we, don't, we don't have that habit. Kellen loses. Kellen loses. And he loses. You lost for <laughs> him. People have ended relationships over. Well, yeah, you don't want to die. Point, you don't I mean, die a, like you try terrible driving. Yeah. Kellen, I'm very say. sorry you did not win. Road rage. Uh, stop attacking me. Why is everyone attacking <laughs> me? On I feel this like, one? though, we should get Kellen on again sometime in the future and give him another shot. Yeah, yeah, Kellen, yeah. how do you feel about that? Will you come back on at a later date? Of course. Okay. Keep Kellen on hold for one second. You all let Kellen down. You're all big losers. Some of you are bad drivers. Some of you are lazy. Some of you are losing your hair. Some of you are messy. Some of you have bad hygiene. This whole thing was just us taking shots at each other, and I don't like it. None of you deserve that, okay? Thank you. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The question is, what bad habit would you most like to break? Amy? Uh, Pulling my hair out. But I feel like it's more of a disorder, but... They can be the same, but, but it yeah, is, I, feel I like can. It's a too. But, but when I uh, am more focused on not doing it, I go. It, I really put my mind mm-hmm. to it. I do it less and less and less. You and don't then, eat it though, right? No. Have you ever eaten it? No. Good for you. It's not about that. Good but for you. For me, at least. Yeah. So, but I, I'd like to stop because I mean, I do it when I'm at red lights. I do it when I'm here at the show. Do you like? The I do it when I'm pain, in meetings. Like like, oh. No, it's more so. I like the te- like. There's one part of my hair where it's more coarse, so I like the texture and it helps soothe my anxiety or whatever. And then I really try not to pull it out anymore because it's creating a bald spot. But every once in a while, it's just so satisfying. You need to go. Could you do a ba- like a doll and pull it out? <laughs> like would that feel like if you just pulled the hair of the doll? It'd be creepy, but I mean, would that help? Potentially, if it feels the same, because I have, when I have pulled one out before that feels really good, I hold it in my hand and then I do it. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's sort of like... She's got braided necklaces at her house with her own hair. (laughs) So I'd like to break that, you know. I bought my fingernails. I don't like that. I figured that would be the bad habit I would want to break. So I asked my wife, because I'm like, hey, what's what's a bad habit? My exact question is, what's my worst habit? Mm -hmm. And here's what she texted me back. Not rinsing plates, leaving your shavings all over the floor sink, dumping cans or bottles upside down in the sink and leaving them there for someone else to throw away, peeing on the toilet seat and floor. Oh it was just a whole oh, man. collection of things. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we can walk through these individually. I just didn't expect all this to come back. And she wasn't being funny. She was just letting me know since I asked. These are your bad habits. <laughs> not rinsing plates. It's not hard to rinse a plate. I, I feel like I rinse plates okay, though. What do you do? You just throw them in the... the- the sink. sink, but I feel like I scrape the. F- if there's any food, I scrape it in the trash, and maybe I just don't rinse it as good as I should. But I, I, I feel like I rinse plates. Okay, fine. Leaving your shavings all over the floor or sink. That's hard. It's hard to not do, and I don't see very well. I don't even know when there are shavings. Right. You know they make those bibs. 
I'm not wearing a bib. Oh, while you shave? Yeah, you put it around your neck and then you suction cup it to the mirror and it creates a net. <laughs> what in the and world? And all the hair falls into the net. I've never seen that. It's like a beard hair catcher. I'm going to Google that. Yeah, yeah sounds that's cool. funny. I ain't doing that. But Why? I don't want to be suctioned to the wall. <laughs> you are. You're stuck with the bib. Um, so I, but I, I, I can see that. You know what? I just found out that my electric ray, razor, you can take the head off and it's full of little hairs and you can you clean it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like shaved like a new one. It was awesome. Okay, so fine. Dumping cans or bottles upside down in the sink and leaving them there for someone else to throw away. So if there's something in the can and it's all the way empty, I will put it upside down because I don't want to leave it on the counter. So mm-hmm. it'll go into the sink, the garbage disposal. And maybe I'll leave. Maybe I just forget. You don't have time to wait for it to empty. Right. No, because you know? that's probably going to at least take six seconds. Right. Oh, right. That's a long time. That's to do. I really don't think much about that. I do turn them upside down and I'm like, look at me. I'm not, the trash isn't wet, but I guess I do leave them there. That's good to know. And then the final one, the closer. The headliner. Peeing on the toilet seat and floor. Dang, man. You pee on the floor? Here's the thing. What's going on there? Here's the thing. I try to not turn lights on early in the morning if she's still asleep, which she always is when I come to do this show. And is there possibly some pee on the floor because I miss sometimes? Because I don't want to turn the bathroom light on because it may wake her up? I guess so. So this is for her. Hey, I'm doing this for you, babe. I'm peeing on the floor for you. Well, then how about when you get home, you clean it? How about it's already no. dried? She, I think she'd rather you pee on the floor, uh, turn the lights on, than pee on the floor. I'll ask her that. <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> but I, but yes, you're right. I just didn't know I was doing. I, I don't turn the light on. I turned it, so I just, and it's not like I'm just pee, literally peeing in the corner of the bed. <laughs> it must just like dribble on the floor a little bit. Yeah. Do y'all have any bad habits that are actually? Like good. Yes, it's, working. It's not okay. Napping. That's okay. So that's a good one. But Mine I would say it's is, more of a disorder. Um, cleaning uh, my kitchen countertops. Mm-hmm. It's, that's good. It, no, I do oh. it like I can't. But there's a difference in an obsession or a semi-obsession and a habit, mm-hmm. right? Okay. You might have a semi-obsession. Right, but I'm not can, sure. I could back away from it for a little bit and it'd be. I'm obsessed with peeing on the floor. Less. I'd pee on the floor in here. You guys can. <laughs> or it's like my, yeah. Bad habits, Eddie. So this is weird, but I buy, every time I go to the grocery store, I buy ice cream, even though we don't need it. So like we have a lot of ice cream at home because if I go to the grocery store, I'm like, oh, what do we need? Bananas, blah, blah, blah. Oh, let me go ice cream. And we need this ice cream. So my kids love that I do that. But for my wife, she's just like, stop buying ice cream. That's a bad habit. That's a bad habit. Don't for do that. For you and your wife, but not for the kids. <laughs> they it's a good it. habit. Lunchbox. Oh, bad habits, man. I don't know if I have any bad habits. I'm pretty perfect. Uh, what do I do? I mean, I eat my toenails, but that's not a bad habit. That's just a hobby. Does he enjoy, enjoy it? Yeah, that's like a snack. <laughs> um, my posture is bad. That's a bad habit. I sit slunched over. Is okay. that a bad habit? That's good. So here's how to beat a bad habit. Because it is almost, capital A, almost impossible to do because a habit is something that is ingrained. It's habitual. You're doing it. Sometimes you don't even realize you're doing it. Here's how to do it. you got to be habitual about remembering that you're trying to break this habit. And how do you do that? You put the habit that you want to break in front of you at all times. Meaning, you should be the refrigerator. Pin something up on the fridge. Little note. If I have something I'm trying to do, I put it on my phone screen because I see it all the time. And it's just a simple acknowledgement. Not all the time. You're still going to mess up sometimes. But if you just start to realize sometimes when you're doing something that you want to do, oh, I shouldn't do that. Then it just becomes more and more normal, more and more normal. Then, then all of a sudden you don't need it on your phone screen because you're remembering it all the time anyway. And it's almost habitual that you think about not doing it. So to change something, you've got to change something. So to change something, you've got to change something in your life that you see every single day. And my advice to you was if you wanted to 
Stop pulling out your hair. Right. I need to remember. Put it on your phone screen. Hey, don't right. pull out your hair. And you'll right. still do it sometimes, but sometimes you'll be like, oh, yeah. So I think so, about it more, so I'm not going to do it. So that part helps with the awareness, which is great, because if you're not aware, mm-hmm. now you're reminded and you're aware. And then the minute you're doing it, you yell at, you out loud or in your head. Yell it? But sometimes I wouldn't remember that. But if you, I'm saying your step one is the reminder, like you're saying, I think that's great. I don't do that because you need to have that reminder that you're to be focused on Constant it. And then reminder. the minute you do whatatever the habit is, you go stop. So bones, you'd that be peeing be and be like, stop peeing on the floor. <laughs> yeah. I would not yeah. do what she's doing. No, you, no. I would just have seen it so much that when I go back to the bathroom, I remember, oh yeah, I, I don't pee on the floor. <laughs> no, no, I heard a. <laughs> well, I, I'm kind of, I like it. Mm. I like heard this a neurologist say that you can talk to your brain and say stop. <laughs> Do it. If you're pulling hair out of a baby doll and yelling stop randomly by yourself, it's just a bizarre <laughs> scene. You We're say, about say you. it out loud if you're alone or say it in your head. Good luck breaking those habits, guys. Thank you. Unless you're a lunchbox and you're perfect in every way. Yeah, I mean. That's it. That's <laughs> can you guys is. think of a bad habit I have? Nope, can't exactly. at all. Exactly. You're perfect. 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 Wow, yeah. All right, I'll be announcing a new tour date, new tour stop in my comedically inspirational tour coming up in, I don't know, like 30 minutes or so. <laughs> If you're in the elevator and you see someone coming to the elevator, they're not super close, but they're they're kind of close. Do you hold the button to, or do you let it close because you got to go? Hold the button. Or do you, hold, do you stick your arm out? Yeah. Like they're not super close and they don't even know you're in there. Do you stop it or do you just go, I'm, I'm going? <laughs> I hit door close. The button. Like, I don't know if that helps, but I hit door close like, oh, hurry, hurry. So you do the opposite. Yeah, yeah, Because you don't want them getting in there with you. Yeah, I'm like, all right, come on. A door closed the button does not work for for the record. But that's the question, right? Do you you don't stick your arm in there? No, I'm not sticking my arm out. You? I stick my hand in there because that's almost like you're a hero. Like, oh I I, I got you. Oh, there you go, man. Come on in. Come then on. They in. owe you. Yeah, they're like, oh, thanks for doing that. Amy, you're a holder. Yeah, I'm gonna hold it for whether you're my good friend, my kind of friend, or I don't know you. Same, because I want somebody to hold it for exactly. me. Exactly. Oh yeah. If I'm in a hurry, it's so. the worst when you're like trying to get there and it's like. Bah, bah, bah. And they just stare at you. Yeah. Is it closes? <laughs> no! Some days you're in that mood though, where you're like, just absolutely, don't want to- <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> you are. <laughs> Here's Amy's pile of stories. In a survey of pet owners, more than half of people say they would donate a kidney to their pet if they could. Interesting. My kidney's probably too big. But if you could, if man, that's that's hardcore. Because I wouldn't even donate a kidney to all you guys, but I mean, the, what all of you? Oh, oh, all there's of a couple. Mm-hmm. Nah, all. Yeah, because how do you? I'm saying, yeah, say man. That? All Jeez. maybe some people not in the production room, but all, all of you guys. <laughs> yeah, forget those. Guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let me think about that. The life, the lifespan of a dog is not as long. I know, and, and Stanley's had like 14 surgeries, 14 or 15, and he's a bulldog, and I get sad because they live to like nine, and he's four. Like, don't want to give a kid. I still would probably. Well, maybe. I, I mean, I would think about it. Maybe and, your kidney can make him live like to 100. Oh. Yeah, you know, yeah, you Eller's gonna live to 100. Here's the thing. If you adopt a dog, rescue a dog like we did that's that's multi-breed or a mutt, as they call it, they're the healthiest. They, she's never sick, super healthy, can eat anything, nothing goes wrong. Stanley, because he was genetically injured, everything goes wrong all the time. It's another reason to really adopt because they are so healthy. It's like she has all the best parts of every dog. I'm sure she's more than two breeds. But A plus, but I, I, I'd probably give her a kidney, but not Stanley. I've settled it. I was thinking about it there because she's going to live a long time. All right, what else? Uh, so I know this is going to sound really weird, but you know the the beach, uh, what is that? Gilgo? How do you say that? The beach killer guy? 
Oh, yeah. How do you pronounce that? You know, I am not super familiar with this story. Lunchbox, do you know about this guy? You talked oh, about it on the air. Yeah, I don't know about what the, how you say the name of the beach. Gagillo, Gillo Beach. But he's a guy who we didn't know was killing, but he was killing secretly. Right, he was killing... Um, how do I describe them? Women of the night, like prostitutes. Yeah, I didn't know if I could say that word. Yeah. Uh, and so he would, and he was dumping them in this marsh area. And it's been like ten years, and all these bodies have been found. They never figured it out, and they finally busted him. But what's up, Amy? Okay, well, this doctor, who's an expert witness at murder trials and stuff, put out uh, warning signs for serial killers. Like if your neighbor's one, because I mean he had neighbors. Blood under the fingernails. Oh, he had a yeah, wife and yeah. two kids. Yeah, this guy—he was an architect. You know, I mean, it's like you Holes could be in the backyard. You never That's know good. when you're sitting next to someone or living next to someone and buying rope. <laughs> one of the things is an unkept house can be a warning sign. And well, then my wife's gonna think I'm a serial killer. The, Why are you saying that? The right. light lunchbox's house, like yeah. dimly lit. If there's a tool shed. Outside. Okay, this is from TV. This is some bullcrap. Give me <laughs> some real ones. This is the dumbest story I ever heard. Odd hours and lots Great. of digging. I'm a serial killer. That's us. Yeah. <laughs> doing I... yard work or gardening at night. Oh, that's weird. That's <laughs> hilarious. Now that that's one a weird I get. one. Bobby, you hate mowing. Why are you out at 1 a.m.? <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> so neighbors reported that about this guy. Really? That, that he would do gardening at night. That's weird. Uh, yeah. Gardening. Um, Unless that's just your schedule. If you're a dog, is he a doctor? Architect. 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 Got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. He was using soil. If, I hear you. Rid of bodies, I hear you. There's two more. If you happen to live near a famous crime scene, that could come into play of like, wait, what? Uh, they want to live there near it because they're... Did you move there? So, you know, the house you're moving to is right next to the house where the guy killed 71 people. I know. <laughs> yeah. <And> then, <laughs> the last thing is like to look out for in public is if they get fixated like on a, a pretty woman or something and they just can't oh oh focus at all killers. whatsoever. They're transfixed <laughs> in a way. And that okay. means that they're they've lost touch with reality at that point and they're spacing out about their victim okay yeah you well, that's I'm not gonna it doesn't matter who it is but I'm looking at you too yeah all right what's next well so can people just not take a joke anymore uh, I'm offended yeah it depends on the joke but I would say people get offended very easily yeah which y'all raging idiots is that who did that song or just you and Eddie what? Eddie and I did it but it's, yeah. a, it's a parody right I'm offended. We'll play it right after this. Oh, okay, play the whole thing. Okay, because yeah, I pulled it for this because it's like yes, everyone just offended, and a, a poll was taken. And in are general, you offended? Ninety-nine people said yes, but what, of what? Doesn't matter. They just answered yes. <laughs> yes, we nobody can take a joke anymore, according to the research. And people are like, "What is?" Well, and if you tell, and then again, I understand, and I, I, I get there are a lot of things that we should be doing differently. It's a pendulum. And I think the pendulum is extremely sensitive right now. It needed to be more sensitive, no doubt about it. We were not in a great place. But it's overly sensitive now where everybody everybody is butthurt about something. It'll swing back the other way. It's, it's, it's a pendulum. It'll get there. And, you know, I have a sign that I was given by Mike D. It hangs up and I tap it. Just like the Notre Dame sign when they walk out, play like a champion today. The sign that I have says don't get canceled today. And it's a literal sign that I have. And I hit it on the way out every day. But yes, I think people are a little sensitive. So what rule do you follow for yourself to make sure that you don't Well, first of all, I'm not racist, so I don't worry about that. That's right. good. That's so good that that's not really a thing. Um, I'm not you're... sexist unless it's toward men for the most part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. You can always be sexist toward men, which is unfair too, but hey, it's screw very up. unfair. Men suck. Um, but like in your jokes, like when you're preparing them, are you ever like, Ugh. I make fun of myself a lot. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm, That's safe. 
that's safe. And but but even in my show, my comedy show, I make fun of myself and I make fun of well, like I made fun of Florida Georgia Line. They got mad, mm-hmm. got in a big fight a few months ago. Michael Ray was a good sport about it. You know what I was thinking about? You brought uh, like a couple up on stage. Mm-hmm. And I've been meaning to ask you this because, and you posted about it, so it's talk on my about Instagram, it. yeah. Right. So she said, you said, ask anybody who doesn't get along with your in-laws or in-laws don't like you, and they're on stage, and now it's on the internet, and I'm like, are the in-laws seeing her say that they don't, they don't like her because she drinks too much, and they don't, you know, doesn't matter. You, oh, but you don't have to say like, hey, you cool talking about this? Or they, they came on stage. Okay. Yeah. And there are cameras recording. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like yeah. after this bit, I'm going to be like, Amy, are you cool talking about that pile you just did? No, you did it. You're on the show. <laughs> yeah, that's but Yes, true. I would agree. Most people are overly sensitive. Thank you. That's good. Good pile. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Here is a song that Amy's talking about. This is Eddie and I performing it live. Here is I'm Offended by the Raging Idiots. Ooh, they canceled Dr. Seuss. What's the use? Snowflakes need no excuse to be offended. Now I really hate Bud Light. I hate Bud Light. I cannot remember why, but I'm offended. I'm offended. Little Mermaid is now black. What's up with that? It doesn't matter that she is not real. I'm offended. Ooh, you got the COVID shot. But I will not. I bet you think that Fauci's hot. I'm offended. I'm offended. Al Dean, he sang a song. It must be wrong. But Al Dean didn't write the song. They're offended. Miranda attacked a fan during Tin Man. Don't be dumb and use the flash. She's offended. For the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. It's all about kids being able to eat. This guy named Cyrus. You know, when he was a kid, he had an issue with that, a bit of food insecurity. So as he's gotten older, he was like, man, I just want to be able to help in the same way. So if somebody goes in to the place called Greatness Cafe in Massillon, Ohio, they give the silent signal of putting their hand over their heart to signify they're hungry. They can do it without big fanfare or being like, my hand's on my heart. All you have to do is go to register and just do it very quietly. Not a lot of arm movement. Just let them know and they will take care of you. And so here is Cyrus saying that will always be a place for a kid who needs to eat. I'm all about my community, have always been since 13 years old, and it will never stop. So as long as I have the Greatness Cafe, it will always be a place for a child to eat that doesn't have anything. So not only is he doing that and making sure, also that people aren't embarrassed. Because for me, it was humiliating to be put in the free lunch line as a kid. They'd be like, all right, all the poor kids go line up over here. And I'd be like, this sucks. 
It's terrible. It's a terrible system. Yeah. Um, but here, he's trying to avoid that. And so, he's been doing this. And people in the, na- the, the town have been like, hey, we want to help out. So, they've been feeding people. But people have like, been coming by leaving huge tips. Like 500 bucks here, 50 bucks here, 30 bucks here. That helps him pay for this so kids can come in and do that. That's awesome. It's a great story. So, so do you have to just hold your hand on your heart for a little bit? What if you have an itch and he thinks that that's the sign? And you're like, well, That's okay. Then you get free meal. The kit, yeah. Oh, you, Eddie, what you could do... And oh, since here we go. It's always a scam. <laughs> with kids, you just send your kid in there like because they're by themselves, so then he'll really think, oh, yeah, that kid needs a meal. And if he does both hands on heart, it's <laughs> oh, two. Double meal. Dad, too. <laughs> no, I think there's probably, Got it. probably a thing. Yes, thank you. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Over to Amy for the morning corny. The morning corny. How does the yogi order a pizza? How does the yogi order a pizza? Make me one with everything. That was the morning corny. I need some context. Okay. So if you order a pizza, one with everything. Yeah, everything, yeah, one with everything. And then um, yoga people, more zen, like calm, like one with the universe, one with God, one with mm-hmm. people. Make me one with everything. I thought, I guess, I guess it's because. It. That's fine. I, 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 str- I didn't get it. I'm sure some people had a good chuckle. I bet there are a lot of kids. A lot in of yogis like, in there probably just going like, ha, ha, ha. Just the yogis. Loving it. Yeah. Thank you, Amy, for that. Yeah. Making sure everybody gets fed jokes. Oh, even yogis. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Does Amy deserve that? Yeah. Because <laughs> she deserves it. You that. deserve it because you did a good job, even though that we might not have got it. Right. I, oh, I just had to, you deserve, I had to own you it, praise. but then also, like, I did a lot of yoga, so I guess that's why I get that. Yeah. I oh. get that some things y'all are just not going to. Yeah, we're idiots. Right. Yeah, we're idiots. Uh, let's go over to Eddie. Oh. It's time for the Spanish word of the day. Eddie's Spanish word of the day. <laughs> the word of the day is sandia. Sandia. That means watermelon. Sandia, watermelon. I mean, it's summertime, so let's just, we're doing sandia. But let me use that in a sentence for you. Drinking sandia moonshine. Like, uh, Lady Wilson. No, hey, well, sandia crawl. Yes, yeah, well, that's if you what drink, I was don't going drive, going do the sandia, sandia crawl. <laughs> or sandia sugar. Oh, oh hi. Sandia sugar, hi. hi. <laughs> Sand- sandia, sandia. 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 There we go. Sandia. Sandia. That's your Spanish word of the day. Eddie's Spanish word of the day. All right, announcement here. I'm adding another show to my comedically inspirational tour. November 3rd will be the date that I will be at the Golden State Theater in Monterey, California. Tickets will go on sale this Friday. This Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific time at bobbybones.com. Oh, so dumb. So dumb. Monterey cheese. Monterey Jack cheese. That's what it yeah, is. I finally got it. <laughs> I, so dumb. Yeah. The clue is cheese. Mm-hmm. I forgot. That- Monterey Jack. Got it. Yeah. Even you said Monterey, me and Eddie both looked at each other going, that has nothing to do with cheese. <laughs> and then it hit. We've been waiting a long time for that one, dude. Monterey. Okay. Monterey, California, Golden State Theater. Tickets on sale Friday 10 a.m. Pacific time, bobbybones.com, comedically inspirational on tour. That show is in November, and the category was cheese, and it's Monterey. Monterey <laughs> Jack. Hand. Yeah, Monterey Jack cheese. So thank you very much. And by the way, Friday and Saturday, two shows in Wichita, Kansas. Would love for you guys to come this weekend. Comedically inspirational. Boom. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. 
In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming in on Friday, I'm very excited about Turnpike Troubadours coming in. Our house is a big Turnpike house, mostly because my wife has loved them forever. And so they were like, we'll play whatever you want because they have a new record coming out. I was like, well, do something new. But then I was also do this song here. Ray, would you play it? And I would buy for you diamond or myself some gasoline. Time get I should... Getting her is a dream. He's either going to propose and, and commit and do it, or he's going he's gonna to leave. He can't mm-hmm. just screw with her anymore. That's the gas to get out. I will buy you. Buy for you a diamond or myself some gasoline. Aww. That's not what I got. What'd you get? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I thought he was like, yeah, like, 
I don't have money to propose to you, but I'm going to propose. Yeah, I got gas to get to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, was, uh, but yeah, I didn't know it was gas uh, to leave. And then I mm. also thought, wow, like if he, she is Maybe his I dream. I always just thought that's what that song was. Maybe I yeah, need the I, rest of the you song. You know what I got? I got, hey, if you don't like the diamond ring, I got gas. I'll get out of here. Like, so like, I, but like he said, or. Like his, like he's saying, like, if you don't like a small diamond ring, then psh, I'll just buy gas with it instead and get out. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Like, like, yeah. If you want to be a gold digger, I'm out of here. Good take. Right. That's what I got. Or, or like. Yeah, it's called Diamonds and Gasoline. Okay. Right. Well, so we, we nailed it. <laughs> I mean, I like and it. I will buy for you a diamond or myself some gasoline. If I can't afford you, darling, then I can't afford to dream. And it's time I should be moving. Is the time I settle down. Will I sit still or will I feel the wheels spinning round? Yeah, he's either going to do it or not. He's kind of in the middle, right? That's like, what I'm he's saying. He's like, he's either like going to buy her a diamond. He's After, like a gypsy man. No, no, no. But he, he was. <laughs> whoa, he whoa, was whoa. a gypsy <laughs> man. Said, Listen, Bones, I'm on your said, side now. I don't know what, what? a gypsy man He was he's, a gypsy man, but he's like, look, I got I've listened to this song 10,000 times. If I'm wrong about this, I just feel so dumb. No, you, hey, it's your own interpretation. He's like, do I settle down? Music or do is, I go, like, go travel, be a troubadour? It's art. No, so you it, just said that because the, the, they're turnpike troubadours. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever you get out of it is fine. That's what every artist says, but, but they don't believe that. Let me Google, I agree with that too. Let me Google this. Well, Meaning of... If I was an artist and creating music, I would okay. want people to get out of it what they wanted to get out of it. The song's narrator reflects on his past relationships, admitting he's not the brightest person, has made mistakes. Despite this, he still loves someone deeply and wishes he knew how much he cares. However, the reality is he can't afford to be with them, and he feels stuck in his current situation. The title refers to two things. He would buy diamonds for his lover, gasoline for himself. The symbols represent desires to make his lover happy and to keep moving forward. The chorus questions whether it's time for him to settle down. Boom! Yeah, to stop right. being a gypsy Boom. man. No, stop saying gypsy man. But he did say he did say whether he should be going or not. No, gasoline. I mean, you saying gypsy man. Doesn't Jerry Jeff Walker these, have a song these, about being yes. a gypsy man? I know you just keep saying gypsy man. It's funny. Like, <laughs> these symbols represent his desires. Settle down or keep chasing his dreams. The song ends with Will spinning, representing. So it's either he's going to buy her a diamond or he's got to, or he's going to buy himself some gasoline to keep going. Yeah. I, I still feel good about it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I had it wrong the first time I heard it. Well, thank you for admitting that. Yeah, dude. You guys made me feel like I had it wrong. And we should have known you listened to it 500 times. But I'm wrong all the time on songs. <laughs> I am. I'm re- but is it J- anyway? They're coming in Friday. It's gonna. They be live awesome. here. No. Where are they from? I think the reason Caitlin loves them so much is they're probably Oklahoma based. Mm. If, but again, who knows about bands and? I, but I would imagine they're from Oklahoma. Oh, they're from Tahlequah, Oklahoma. So yes, that's why she knows. I love that sound, man. Turnpike. Is I call them that because I'm cool enough. Turnpike. To call them that what she calls them. <laughs> But I'm mean, gonna play the whole song. Let's do it. It's a jam. It's not even that it's it's not new. I wish it's probably my favorite song. And they're gonna play it Friday. And this song's about a gypsy man. <laughs> gypsy Is that what man. it's called, Gypsy Man? <laughs> <laughs> and we just kept yelling the words "gypsy man" over and over. Okay, again. to be clear, Jerry Jeff's is Gypsy Song Man. Yeah. Okay. Good. Thank you for being clear. Let's get into it. There's a bank, big bank here. They say customers say their direct deposits went missing from their accounts. That triggered overdrafts. The reason I bring this up is not because we do a lot of segments on banking, is because Lunch, Lunchbox hates direct deposit because he thinks that the company is scamming him, not the banks. So this is not really what you've been saying. It's a technical error with the banks. But I would like to read the story, then let you say whatever you're going to say. Thank you. Yeah. I'll hold it till the end. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Some Wells Fargo customers reported money mysteriously vanishing from their accounts this week, triggering overdrafts because people were trying to get it out. And it ain't there. 
And so then they were scrambling to transfer funds. Customers of the fourth largest U.S. bank took to social media to go, hey, mm, something ain't right. Wells Fargo said the issue happened to a limited number of customers who were unable to see recent deposit transactions on their accounts. Quote, all accounts have been resolved and are showing accurate balances and transactions. We sincerely apologize for any convenience. That's from the Daily Mail. Lunchbox, it is your stage. Thank you. I've always told you direct deposit is shady. I go to the bank to check on my money, and you guys are like, why? I'm like, what if our direct deposit doesn't go? What if they decide, ah, it's not going to be sent? Or they reject it. It doesn't show up. Computer error. We depend too much on computers, and this is case and point. These people got charged overdraft fees when they really should have had the money. They all got taken off, by the way. All the way. Really? Yeah. yeah they, I didn't know that. Yeah, they, resolve. They make resolve. It right. I like well, that he resolve. said it back like a parrot. He didn't even know he said it. I do that stuff too. That was like all the way, all the way. What? <laughs> like, I, I don't understand how we rely on this direct deposit. The company forced me to do direct deposit. Oh, I was no. like the last one in the company to do it. They were going to start charging me like $6 a month to write me a check. You go to the bank to make sure your money is still there. But what does that mean? Do you want to see the cash? I, ju- I just go in and I say, hey, did you know, was there a deposit? Did my check come through? Make sure how much it was for. Yep. Okay, cool. Make sure it matches because they can say on your pay stub, oh, look, you look online and it says this. What goes to the bank? You don't know unless you go look. You like to Scrooge McDuckett in the vault? <laughs> you like to see your money? <laughs> all the coins? Just jump in. And, ah, <laughs> no, I just recently learned that they don't have all our money just sitting there. Mm-mm. Right. Yeah. And that, and that a check is a number, too, like that goes into a computer. Money now is all technology. Like that is what money is. It's currency. Technology is currency. And we're doing all of our transactions with technology. It's going the computer vouchers that I have this. I'm now going to use this data and buy this thing. So it's way less taking physical cash. Right. But who has the physical cash? You know what I mean? Like that doesn't even. It, like, do we even have physical cash unless we withdraw it? I, I would be willing to bet. Exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. And I don't know the answer to this question. But I would be willing to bet that if you took the entire worth of every person in the United States, of every dollar that they have and own, that there's not enough cash. Right. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> right. But I don't think everybody wants to just take out all the cash. And I think if everybody went and took out all their cash, everything would crumble. Well, that's why we're supposed to store gold in our house. Okay. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay, oh, here boy. we go. <laughs> all right. See, see we, we start sliding down this slide. Okay. So you want to acknowledge that I was on to something? No, because what you were on to is you were saying our company was screwing us, not the bank. But I do think anytime you have any technology that we depend on, Every once in a while, there is a slight hiccup. Yeah. And then they fix the hiccup, and then that hiccup is never really hicked up, picked up again. Right. But why doesn't Lunchbox... Okay, so say you get the direct deposit you see from work, the number. Why don't you just log on to your bank account instead of driving to How the bank? How do I know that then, log on no, is accurate? And then you log in? Okay, and guess what? People hack your bank. But if you... It's sort of like people... Do you think of all the hacks they could do, even at your bank, that they would choose you... I don't know. I mean, they choose me for other things. They choose to hack my Instagram account, my my email account. So why wouldn't they choose Your my Instagram bank account? Your email was hacked? Both have been hacked. What my Facebook has been hacked. Stop clicking stuff. Yeah. I mean, my Facebook got hacked when they said, look, you were on the news, and I clicked on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, but what I'm saying is, Stop and it's like one. people are like, oh, you don't have banking on your phone? Are you an idiot? Like someone gets your phone and then they got access to your bank. How stupid are you? But at one point, someone was going, you're not trading pelts and furs. You're trading this paper cash. Are you an idiot? It is always going to be an advance, right? We're advancing constantly and consistently. I get that. So 
if you were doing what was originally <laughs> thought, you'd be out with a big bucket of pelts trading mm-hmm. it for stuff. I understand. But do you have banking on your phone? Yeah. Oh, of course. You're stupid. I'm stupid? Why? Yes. Why? No, Why? because sometimes... Bank on your phone? Yes, I have. So I use a special I, Rocket Money app that oh my consolidates gosh. everything for yeah. me. Oh my gosh. Sometimes I actually have to do things with my phone and go, I need to get this person paid, I need to do that. But I also have LifeLock, so... I do you have Venmo? Good about that. Yeah, but that's not my bank. Uh, it's it goes, connected. Yes, it's connected to your bank. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> your debit card. Which is your no, bank? No, it's not my debit card. Well, what do you... Yes. Okay, well, if you're Does using your credit card... If you're using well, your credit card on Venmo, you're paying more money than you're actually spending. Because you're paying interest on a credit card on Venmo, aside from the interest you're already paying to the credit card company. Yeesh. Maybe I should get rid of Venmo. No, maybe you should. Okay. I just don't want them having access to my bank account. That's Who's the- them? Hackers. Nobody wants let's, that. Let's say I let's say I leave my phone at the restaurant. Don't. No, I know. But you have a passcode. Don't. Accidents happen, man. And they get a hold of it. Boom. Oh, there's your bank app. Boom. Oh, my gosh. Boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. But you can do a Bankrupt. lot of, let's say. Bankrupt. <laughs> Bankrupt. Yeah. Was wow. that a pun or was it an accident? I don't know why. Exactly. Uh, right. How is it? I don't know what a pun is. like bankrupt. This escalated quickly. It's bankrupt, but it's also, he's talking about his bank. bank. Bankrupt. Uh, anyway, that's a deal. Everybody's fine. Lunchbox is a big anti-direct deposit. <laughs> he thinks the company's stealing money, but not the bank. But now he thinks the bank's involved. Mm-hmm. You should. Yeah, you, you should, should always check go your, check. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you, Amy. You I do. Go, not no, go. No. You guys act like I, I'm crazy. I, do, I, I check it on my phone five times a day at different accounts. Okay. Right. So I'm, we're not we're acknowledging that you're right, Lunchbox. You Thank should you. check. But you don't need to drive sure. over there. That you're getting paid what you should be getting paid. Show me my money. There could be error and you might not catch it, or you might get overpaid. Just also check your receipt at the restaurant. Yes. Hey, you know the people at the bank laugh when they see his car pull up, right? Yeah, hey guys, here he come comes. Here. here he comes here again. Here he comes again. <laughs> Fifth time today. He rides his bike up now, <laughs> guys. He's here on his bike. He came in this morning so sweaty. <laughs> he's sweaty. He shows up like he just yeah. got off the soccer field because he rode his bike to work. Hey, that's what you got to do, man. I hear you. <laughs> Got to do it. But you don't have to. You've chosen to. No, no. I don't have a vehicle right now. No, but you could get a vehicle <laughs> and it's one heartbeat of a second. Uh, not true. Okay. We're going to do the news in about 30 seconds. But first, let me remind you, our phone number is 877-77-BOBBY. Questions, comments, feedback. 877-77-BOBBY. Bobby's Big Stories. Well... They're called the Lake Tahoe Foot Fondler. What? <laughs> They're nabbed for allegedly touching toes of sleeping women. But where do they find the women? Asleep. They, they break into their places or Nighttime. Mm-hmm. I'd be willing to bet if you went into somebody's place at nighttime, they're asleep, like one or two. I know. I just didn't know if they like were somewhere where they... Well, let's get women into it Women were here. napping. A guy who has a foot fetish broke into a resort oh. where they were asleep because it was nighttime. He looks kind of like the lead singer of Smash Mouth with long hair. Somebody <laughs> once told me. Funny. Mark Anthony Gonzalez, 26, who's accused of being the infamous Lake Tahoe foot fondler, was arrested. Two women staying at Club Wyndham South Shore Hotel in Nevada woke up at 4.30 to find the creep fondling their feet. That's well, not it's so just, scary. It's just you might wake them up. So you'd have to... Like, if you were going to try to pull this off successfully, you would have to, like... Fondle hide. Like under the bed? like Wherever, because let's say they wake up. Like, fondle my feet, Eddie. What? Okay. 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 <laughs> what? What's up? 
<laughs> oh, I must have been having a dream. <laughs> right. Let me go. Oh, back to, good let me call. go back to sleep. Or you would oh. think there's something like in the bed, or like, or like a, a spider. Yeah. yeah. You could even put like a prop, like beside her foot, to make her think that that's what she touched. And then when she falls back asleep, fondle, 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 fondle. She wakes up. Hide. <laughs> I must be going crazy. I feel like something's fondling my feet. That if I were the middle of America foot fondler, that's what I would do. I'd fondle them that way. I really like you giving foot fondlers tips. Are there a lot of them out there? <laughs> you know, we have, we have a very small group. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't get the whole feet thing at all. Because I, I just, I don't know how people are attracted to feet. Uh, but yeah, well, he got inside, he positioned himself at the foot of the bed, and then he just started rubbing the feet of these females. The thing is, you know... I, you know you're going to get caught. You know you're going to wake him up. So do you cover yourself? Do you know how sometimes at sporting events, the green man, he'll cover himself face, feet, all that. He's totally green or totally red. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Yeah. Like they get inside like it's like a polyester suit. Yeah. You must. You have to wear that then. So they have no idea anything about you. Like you're rubbing in your green man suit. <laughs> and you have the door open. And then so as soon as they wake run. up, you run out. Wow. And you're not going to get noticed at all in your suit. If it's black and it's nighttime, you may not. <laughs> oh, great call. Anyway, we've been trying to break down the foot fondler here. Yeah. But he got He's busted. He bolted out of the resort. He busted through the exterior sliding screen. <laughs> he's just clumsy. <laughs> he was booked into jail. That's the deal. That's from the New York Post. Dang, bro. It's weird. That's just weird. A recent study says simply getting to the ballpark and enjoying a game is great for your mental health. It is beneficial to go to sporting events. Scientists say that watching live sporting events actually help boost mental well-being and reduce the feelings of loneliness. Sports fans that gather with other fans, like-minded people, that they feel they have a bond with, they're rooting for the same cause, same thing, that they feel they're a part of something larger than just themselves. So it does help when it comes to loneliness and watching the game. I will say, by the way, this is from Frontiers in Public Health, a research publication. I less and less enjoy going to live sporting events. Now, I love it, and I, I love going to Arkansas football games and basketball games, but just generally, I would rather watch sporting events on television because the parking, you don't see it as well. The timeouts when you're there, and they're just all you do. There's a timeout, and there's nothing on the screen, so what do you do? Just follow somebody's feet next to you to get through the day. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it becomes... But do you, you feel a part of something when you're there, though, like an energy? I like am passionate like about the Arkansas Razorbacks. Yeah. And if it's a big game or a middle to big game, cannot get enough. I will go basketball, football, baseball. If we're playing like a, you know, a, a, a high school team, I'm good watching it at home. Yeah. Are you yeah. a high five a stranger sitting next to you guy? Sometimes. Yeah, that's all. Basketball fun. for sure. Basketball for sure. Cause you just get into it. Oh yeah. And you yeah. score, you're like, woo, I don't care who you are. And sometimes I accidentally fondle men's feet. What? Because oh. I get so excited oh. it's not even women. I'm just like, oh fondle oh. the game. You know what I mean? No, no. no. <laughs> uh why is it so hard to swat a mosquito? Ooh, it's hard. The fast. Yes. Flies are faster than mosquitoes. Mosquitoes make decisions faster than you do. When you decide to hit one, a signal goes from your brain to your spinal cord, then to your arm muscles, and it starts your hand in motion. So it's like, nanoseconds. However, the mosquito, once it sees something moving, its brain goes right to its nerve cord and wing muscles. It takes about a hundredth of the time the human brain takes mm-hmm. to do it. So they think about a hundred times faster than you can. Wow. Wow. So, so when you do get one, what, you just lucked out? You were psychic. That's, what about the naps that sometimes are in our studio? Because every time I get one, I get so excited that I got them. 
Yeah, I don't know about the gnats. They come through a vent or something. I've been told. <laughs> it's so gross. And all of a sudden, if you hear, if you ever hear this, <laughs> that's one of us accidentally hitting the microphone because there's a gnat flying around yeah. us. And I asked Steve, Steve's like, "What's up, with the gnats?" He goes, "I don't know. They come through a vent. Somebody's apparently got a bunch of." rotted fruit at a vent on the other side of the building or something where the gnats just chill. So there's that. Uh, I did want to announce this. We announced it an hour ago, but I'm doing a California tour stop on my comedically inspirational tour. Monterey, California, November 3rd. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific. And Monterey, California, love that area. Also, Monterey, if you're in Fresno, let's go. Bakersfield, come on. Uh, BobbyBones.com. And Friday, there is a pre-sale if you're a part of the B team, but Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. A woman, 87 years old, fights off a home invader and then feeds them peanut butter and crackers in the kitchen. Oh. Now you may ask why. Why? Well, thank you for asking. <laughs> he was fine on her feet, right? <laughs> it's not. Uh, so she was in bed and she wakes up and the person's over her, oh, which is dang. so scary. It's my worst. And she's also 87. Think about that. I mean, that's old. Because older... It's not always old anymore. Like, I don't think if somebody's 70 is being old anymore. Weren't you at like 83? You're old. That's like the, oh, yeah, you're like old now. Yeah, things change. So she says she wakes up, sees a dude standing over her in the bed, and the guy says, I'm going to cut you. Oh, what? The woman in her 80s who lives alone got out of bed and put on shoes and started to defend herself. Which, by the way, if I'm standing over an 80-year-old... Mm. How she get up and put shoes on? Right, right, right. That's a lot of time. But she does it because I can't imagine she's quick like a mosquito. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Probably not. So the 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 invader starts to push back on her, pushing her against the wall. She hits him, and he said, "Look, I'm just hungry. I haven't had anything to eat in a while." And she said, "Well, there's a box of peanut butter and honey crackers. You can have the whole box." And so that's what he did. He went and got two containers, and he gave her some insure. And some tangerines, and the intruder was eating in the kitchen. She called nine one one on her rotary phone. <laughs> the nine. Imagine the nine. Because the nine's a tough one. The one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that nine. So they got there. The the cops got there. The teenager that was robbing her. Like maybe I guess you know nineteen whatever. Um, he was out of there, but the police dog tracked him down a few blocks away. He was charged with burglary, criminal trespassing, assault, consuming liquor as a minor. Well, that one ain't going to get him in any trouble, but the rest of them will. And that is from the New York Post. You feel bad, but you can't, it doesn't matter how bad you feel. You can't go and stand over an old lady and go, I'm going to cut you. Right. I mean, I would much prefer you to say, hey, I'm hungry. Wake up, old lady. Where's your cracker? Right. <laughs> like, oh. So he was hangry? Like what? I don't yeah. Know. He might have been and drunk, drunk or hangry. Yeah, a little both. Something had to be happening there for him to do all of that, that he was kind of out of his mind. Yeah. Man. Brain health wasn't all there. A study found that many people think their jobs are pointless, especially people in office jobs. A sociological study confirms that considerable proportion of employees perceive their work as socially useless. Employees in financial, sales, and management occupations are more likely to conclude that their jobs are almost no use to society. Dang. That's from Eureka Alert. That's tough. You feel like your job is pointless, Lunchbox? No. Our job is super important, brings a lot of happiness important. to people. Uh, they feel like without us, their life would be mm. empty and they would be lost. You mm. think that happens with people where they think they would be lost? 100% like, Bobby, when we go on vacation, they act like the world is ending. 
No, I think. And oh my gosh, where's the live show? I don't know. I, I need new material. Oh my gosh, how dare you guys go to the beach? How dare you like take a rest and sleep in one day? They act like we are not. I mean, we without us, they are. They don't know how to operate in their life. I would think it's an inconvenience because we all are habitual creatures. I don't know that their life shuts down. They could easily find another show to be a habit to. Oh, I don't think they can find another show that brings them the happiness and joy that we bring. I mean, do you think overall we're the most happiness and joy bringing show in the history of shows? Probably. You think you bring happiness and joy? Yeah, I, I bring. And maybe not happiness, I but I bring, good tidings and joy, actually. I bring yeah, good tidings yeah. and joy and laughter. So it's laughter. like the, the sports game study. Like our listeners, they feel less lonely. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I do agree with I hope they feel like we're their friends because we share a lot of personal stuff and ideas and thoughts and feelings and we're very vulnerable. And But I don't I think they're OK. I think if this show just went away tomorrow, it'd be a slight adjustment period. Oh, man. Some people would find go another they show. They would slip into a deep depression. You think so? Oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. Maybe he's on to something. I don't know. He's <laughs> not. Let's try it. Let's take a month off. <laughs> I'm going to pass on that. Oh. Uh, one more story here. A study found that sucking in your belly to look more fit is bad for your health. Oh. Now, you have to do it a lot, but it can make your abs imbalanced. Over time, this can lead to a condition called hourglass syndrome, a detrimental change in the structure of the abdominal wall, and it may cause a visible crease to form in the mid-abdomen. Not only that, but this can change and have a knockoff effect on the internal organs if you're holding in and sucking in so much. There are several causes of hourglass syndrome. All of them result in an imbalance of the function of abdominal muscles, messes with your posture. Uh, that's from studyfinds.org. So a corset is a problem for our internal organs. A, a corset. A corset. Yeah, but I don't. I think you have to wear it a lot. I know, but I'm thinking poor women back in the day. You're wearing one now. Oh, got it. Yeah, I would imagine, yeah. I mean, their organs. Yeah, mm. like... 1600s? Yeah. Renaissance days? Yeah. I don't yeah. yeah. them. Yeah. Where there wasn't a DJ at the dance, it was just a, as an orchestra, that yeah. type of thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, that's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't sister. know we were going to go there on I'm this. Gonna go there. 
people that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy, yeah. right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to a really good cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, Eller, the dog we rescued, half hound, half husky, acting really weird this weekend. And she would come up, and she's very smart. So she doesn't really mess with us a whole lot. Like, we just go to the bathroom. She comes, she just looks at us. We take her to the bathroom. She'd come up, and she would stand and look at me. And I'm like, okay, bathroom, take her to the bathroom. She wouldn't go to the bathroom. She'd be sniffing around a lot. Would come, maybe her stomach's messed up. I don't know. Took her out again. And we had this like platform thing that we walked to the yard and she just like is looking. Just, it's like she's on top. She's perched amongst like a sniper looking down into the... Then she runs down and smells nothing. So she just is... Sm- and again, she's a hound. And we had these foxes in our yard and they're gone. But she'd freak out through the glass about these foxes. She'd freak out through the glass about rabbits. Now, a little background growing up. We had beagles and we had hounds that we would hunt with. And they would never actually catch the animal. They were just tracking, sniffing, making noise. That's how we found where the animal was going. That being said, we, I watched Ella run and catch a rabbit and kill it. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. A full-grown rabbit? <laughs> Dude, it was... It, I felt sad for the rabbit, but I was watching a nature documentary. That's awesome. Because that is what she... It, that, that's what her guts have been born to do, was to track it. And she's so quick... Because she has a little bit of husky, a little bit of, she's a, 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 you know, a few breeds in her. I want to offend mutts out there because I may be listening. I already canceled by the mutt group. Right, right, right. But, you know, a bit of that. And I, all I hear is, <laughs> done. She no. comes back and she has a gift for me. No. And she, I bet she looks it's so whole, proud. She, oh, she's, you can, it's, a, I put it on Instagram. <laughs> I blurred out the rabbit. Yeah. But if you go to my Instagram, it's me with Eller in the car, who's the sweetest dog. And I'm like, it's the first time I ever saw a hound go hound. That's what she was doing all the time was, was tracking that dang bunny. I'm gonna say this, rabbit bunny sounds yeah. <laughs> a little <laughs> more sad. <laughs> but I watched her track and then turn into stealth quickness. That's awesome. Got it, boom, brought it. And I'm like, bro, bro, I don't want it. Put it, and then she put it down and was like, okay, cool. I thought I brought you a gift and she let it go. So She's like, you what? don't want the rabbit, fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
but it's on my Instagram if you want to see the video blurred of the rabbit. I'm not showing a busted up rabbit, but that's what's in her mouth. Wow. It is. It, it was. I was. But honestly, in a weird way, I was like a proud dad. Like watching a kid catch his first touchdown. Yeah. I was like. But it's not like you taught her how to do I that. I know, man. <laughs> like, we picked her up on the side of the road. She's adopted. We, you know, yeah. we, she was aggressive when we got her. She's the loving, most sweetest dog ever. Now we gave her, like, discipline and consistency. And so she's back that with us and just love her so much. And then we saw her and we were just, uh, and I sent, I'm not going to post this stuff, but I sent Kayla a picture of the bunny. And I was like. The rabbit. But rabbit, <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> it's crazy to watch the family tell you. Okay, so then what'd you do with the rabbit? Um, double bagged it. Just mm-hmm. so other. We have a lot of animals on our, near our property. We have foxes, bobcats. We have uh, coyotes. Obviously, the dogs. Probably raccoons. Um, probably. Yeah. One kind of creates the other. So I double bagged it. Gave it a proper burial in the trash. Oh. <laughs> oh, I was like, you t- spent time to dig up a hole? No, 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 no. That no. makes sense. That would have been nice, though. That was it. That, 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 so I called Arkansas Keith yesterday, and we talked, but I, I called him, and I said, hey, again, we had, a, we had a lot of hunting dogs growing up, but it's the first time Elder's ever done this. I said, hey, so this just happened. I don't really take her in the woods. We didn't tr- train her to do this. He's like, yeah, I guess, you know, just genetically, they're, that's what they do. Their mom, dad did it. Their mom and dad did it. Their mom and dad did it. So they do it. Nature more than nurture. And I said, so what, what's it? He said, I would just be careful with her around cats just in case. Oh, so don't take her to Amy's. Well, he didn't say she would eat a cat. He just said that there were very few of our dogs that could ever actually catch one of these, like a rabbit, a quick animal. Yeah. And that even rarer would be, but he's like, occasionally though, you get one that is like, is that just a big squirrel or a big Mm -hmm. rabbit? But it's a cat. We don't have any cats, and I don't think she's going to do anything because she's again super loving and kind. But that she genetically is that's what she does as a hound. It's awesome. That's so cool. That's <laughs> I was really sad, cool. but it was awesome. So that's my girl. What? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel bad for the the. Oh, Caitlin was grossed out by it too. Rabbit. Circle of life, guys. It is circle of life. Although back in the day when I was in college, at this my boyfriend's ranch. Like I don't know what we were doing. I mean, hunting, I guess. They hunted hogs. They shot things. And I was practicing shooting, and I shot a rabbit. <laughs> oh, okay. That's it's, okay. I mean, no, no. If you ate it's it. It's not okay. We shot a lot of rabbits. Well, sure. If you're going to eat it. Yeah. I wasn't. You didn't eat it? I, well, I don't know. You shot they it and left saved, it and said, no, no. don't mess with us. Oh, no, man. they saved everything. <laughs> I'm sure they did something with it. Yeah, because they would take all the meat from whatever. Yeah. But I just was like, it was crazy, though, because I hadn't shot anything before. It was beginner's luck like that. Like what, a big. What, what gun did you have, though? Like a, one of it, like, like a 22 or a shotgun or what? You don't know? Don't know. Was it a, don't okay. remember. Was it a shell that looked like, if I do my finger and thumb, like a big round shell, or was it like a little bullet? I think it was little. So it's I mean, some sort of rifle then, like a twenty-two. I, I went, I mean, it it went right. I mean, just, I mean, I was like, wow, okay, good shot. But then she I felt, tasted blood. Then, <laughs> then I instantly felt horrible. I don't hunt anymore because I don't need to eat that. Yeah. I hunted a lot as a kid because we needed to eat food. For me, the sport of killing animals for the sake of it, not for me. I have a lot of friends that still do it. Not, it's just not my thing anymore. Now, if I watch Eller do it, yeah, proud dad. Let's go. <laughs> we're betting at the house. We free a rabbit in the yard. We're like, All right, thirty seconds. Yeah, over Can we do it? <laughs> so the school pickup line is that stressful, huh? Yes. 
It's so stressful. Well, okay, it's stressful enough when you're familiar with the school, but if you're brand new, yeah, good luck. It's 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 so you know, if you don't know where you're going, but it's the first day and they're whistling and yelling and clapping at you like you're supposed to know where you're going. It's just like, okay, I rolled on my window at one point and I was like, I'm new. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did it. Yeah, I, I just feel like a lot of parents can probably relate to this now that school is getting back in and no joke. Friday was the first, it was a half day, so it wasn't even real, real. Today's like the real day. And I was stressed that half day. I mean, I lived two minutes from both schools and it took, the whole process was like an hour. And I was like, this is not going to work. We need a new plan. So, like, but are there, op- I don't understand, again, no kids. So are there options? If you're at one school, there's like three different places you can pull into? Yeah, well, no. I or- mean, it's not that you're so much lost. It's just that the kids are trying to figure out where they're going to go. There's, there. you've got to keep it efficient. So they're very like committed to making sure the cars are going the right way. And I'm like, wait, I don't have my kid yet. And I don't know if I'm supposed to go left or right. And you got cars Dude, behind you. This kid in here is not mine. It's the wrong one in here. Car behind you, car in front of you. So hopefully, I mean, so sure should start driving herself to school soon. So luckily that'll be in the past. And then maybe she can also take her brother or he can also take the bus, but I don't have that part figured out yet either. So we're just new to this stuff and yeah i almost cried on friday like legit do they do anything to make sure that you're legitimately a parent well at previous schools we've been to we have something and you have a thing that you put in the dashboard that says who you are until they get to know you but this no where we are now i was like well free for all roll through open the door and (laughs) see what you catch it's like fishing and i was so late picking seems up because it's not for lack of me being there i was actually there early but just getting to him was so confusing and when i pulled up he looked at me with like hands in the air like where have you been and i'm like don't even get me started (laughs) child and then they're like i i was like oh there he is and he's like where have you been so i stop and i start to unlock my door and that's when they start whistling at me keep moving forward move forward they'll come to you so then i move forward and then yeah they come to me but i was stopping in the wrong spot it's just stressful Mm. and yeah it sounds like it if people are yelling for any reason oh yeah that is stressful yeah they're yelling and then my daughter she doesn't have a phone right now she had it taken away from her and she, I couldn't find where she was and I couldn't call her and I was like, dang, why did we take away your phone? I really need to get a hold of her. So you unpunish her just so you can find her? <laughs> kind of. She yeah. got her phone back today specifically from that, but it can only make phone calls. And she called the Friday, she couldn't find me. So she went to the office, got my number from the office and called me from the office phone. I was like, mom, where are you? And I was like, I'm And what here. is this cable attached to the phone? <laughs> why does this phone have a string on it? This is so weird. So yeah, I mean, yeah. parenting fail for sure because I was there to pick up my kids. I just couldn't get them. Do you feel better about it today? TBD? Mm-hmm. Keeps in the loop. We'll see. TBD. Um, Eddie with an unpopular opinion here and I don't know that we're all going to disagree with you because I think Mike's the only one who's seen it but from anybody that I've heard that's seen Oppenheimer, they loved it. Eddie, you went and watched the three hour movie? I hated it. <laughs> it's, dude, I could have watched this movie, whatever I learned from this movie, I could have watched it in 30 minutes on a History Channel show. Hey, Mike D, I'm going to need Movie Mike to step in here as well because when he says things, you hop in right or wrong. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Eddie Oppenheimer, it is about the atomic bomb. Yes, the guy that was in charge of making the atomic bomb for and that America. Is the Manhattan Project. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, cool. So go ahead. Uh, well, here's another thing too. I watched an IMAX, which was a $27 ticket. 
And why, why did you do that? Uh, my sister's in town, and she was like, it'd oh, be they fun. they wanted to do... Okay, it's got called it. 70 millimeter. You watch it on a big screen, and really... Uh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, I would do that. Sounds awesome, but the bomb explodes for about two minutes, and that's about it. Other than that, it's talking heads. I don't need to see giant talking heads the entire movie. He, does he describe every movie as talking heads? That's what it was! <laughs> Everything... Amy, you bring up a great point about Eddie. Anything where there is more dialogue than boom booms, he's like, I hate it. Because there have been other things where this has been the case. Like, I hate the show. Like air. All they do is talk. Yeah, it was like air. And Matt Damon's in it, too. And all he did was talk. Air was awesome. Okay, Mike D. Oppenheimer. It is very dialogue-driven, but it's so good. I think Eddie just wants action all the time, so he got bored listening to people talk. But it's a lot of dialogue. Guys, it's about a bomb. I want to see the bomb. But it's the build-up <laughs> to the bomb. It's the build-up to the bomb and the reper- repercussions of what happens afterwards and the effect it had on the world. Yeah, dude. It was crazy. Eddie, right. what do you rate it? Oh, one. One explosion out of five. One? Movie Mike, what'd you rate it? I gave it a five out of five. Okay. It's one of the best movies of the year, probably in the last decade. Eddie, what'd you give Air? The, 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 oh, the, about Nike. Probably one and a half. And Mike, what'd you give Jordan's? it? I gave it four out of five. And I gave it four out of five as well. <laughs> that same thing on Air. I what? feel like you, you need to watch movies like they make those kids shows where it's just big scene. Like the scenes change quickly. And he's a lot of Coco Melon. Yeah, what? Coco well, Melon. That's the one I was trying to think of. But and like, he's mad as in color. He likes it when they're like no, in the no, 30s. That's true. No, Jimmy no, loves it, those old yeah. movies. Uh, that's crazy. This ain't like Rope, the original version. <laughs> a lot of Oppenheimers in black and white. Really? Yeah. There's certain scenes, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. It, what? Now you think it's cool? Well, the oh. fact that they're doing some yeah. of that. <laughs> and you literally saw it in the best way possible in IMAX. It makes yeah. it so much better. I still didn't like it. Yeah, you just like to you, you like to be stimulated visually. Well, that's why you go to a movie. That's no, why it's you know, a screen. That... I don't want to see people's faces just talking. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, how much? Atoms. Plutons. Yes. Blow it up. Great. Well, show me the blow up. Let's not just talk about it. Wait, so explain how this lines up with the old movies that you love and you'll watch over and they had no special effects maybe back then. Yeah, that's a good point. So why why is he why is he so enamored with those movies? But maybe because I expect mm-hmm. like current movies to have the technology that for all that. Excellent point that he watches all those old bullcrap movies and no special <laughs> effects. Rope had like three camera shots. Yeah, 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 and a lot of dialogue. Yeah, a lot I, of dialogue. I don't know what it is. And they were shooting that with the cameras where they put that carpet over their head and they yeah. get under the camera with a flash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, unpopular yeah. opinion. Eddie unpopular. doesn't like Oppenheimer. I'm re- now. I have to go watch Oppenheimer. You know what I was thinking while I was watching Oppenheimer? I should have gone to see Barbie. Yeah, you don't Barbie's like, good. You don't like Barbie? I should have gone to see I Barbie. I don't know. May have too much talking for him. No, oh, really. Yeah, there's so many colors and stimulated. He'd be like, "Ooh!" <laughs> he won't even know they're talking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Eddie. Yeah. Lunchbox. What'd you do this weekend? I went to Boston. Uh, went and watched a couple of Red Sox games with my dad and my brother. Was that like a like a family bro trip? Yeah. How far out did you guys plan that? Uh, like uh, two months, three months. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, we just picked a weekend. My dad was like, I was like, my dad's never been to Boston, wanted to go. And we're like, let's do it. And he was like, any weekend in August is great. So we just picked the first weekend in August and we went and saw a couple games. Walked around Boston. I love Boston. Me it too. is Me too. beautiful. It's the best. I love it. Not in the winter. I hate it. But I love it when it's it's like Boston and Chicago in the spring, spring. late spring and summer. Man. Chef's yeah. kiss to both those cities. Yeah. Like, like on Friday, I don't think it got over 75 degrees. It was awesome. Man, it was so perfect. They win? No. Did, they you, did you care? 
No, I didn't care. Just I, yeah, I just went to go. I mean, it, it would have been fun to see them win, they, but the Blue Jays won Friday, the Blue Jays won Saturday. We didn't go Sunday, but the Blue Jays won on Sunday, too. Think you're bad luck, Erd. Yeah, I kind of think uh, we kind of cursed them. Yeah. Like, it was like they were all... They, it's right, a new curse. They, they were two games out of the wild card, and they were right, the Blue Jays were right in front of them, and then they just got crushed all weekend. It was like, ah, maybe we need to get out of town. The curse of the lunch beano. <laughs> <laughs> it was so freaking fun, but uh, I didn't get a foul ball. My in-laws... No. Do you call brother-in-law, sister-in-law, in-laws? Yeah. You, but I, I, call, I say sister-in-law. Yeah, I guess so, too. I yeah. said in-laws, but my brother-in-law... That says, yeah. So, Grace, my sister... My Mom. wife's sister, and then her husband DJ Gasso, they're here. I love them. Uh, they're awesome. I'm so happy they're here. I mean, it's I don't you know. Have their baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. That little sucker. When here's the thing about <laughs> kids. Sucker? Let me say this about kids real quick. I don't know a lot about them. Don't have one. Um, I thought kids were supposed to be like bad. He sat at dinner with us last night for an hour and a half. He's not even one. Chilled. Laughed. Ate noodles on the table, never screamed. Well, that I mean, you're not living with the baby. I hear you, seven. but I'm telling yeah. you, it was an hour and a, even that hour and a half. There was no it. The baby's just chilling. That's pretty cool. He had a margarita. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was just. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, that could explain. I was just surprised that it was that for an hour and a half. It was yeah, just, he was just chilling. Yeah, they're not all like that, but sometimes you get a good one like that. Is so, and we have to race on me to, to, to wrap this up. But would you say that? His demeanor is because it is normally like that that they say, and I've spent a lot of time with him. But but you could have two kids, and one's like that, and one's not, and oh, the yeah. other one could be like ah all the time. Yeah, yeah, really. Apparently, my sister was pretty like the, like you're describing, and I was ah. Oh, <laughs> Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Flagler County, Florida. A man was upset because he thought a woman was messing with his yard. He was like, "Hey, quit messing with my yard," she said. Hey, I'm your neighbor. This is my yard. This is my property line. He goes, if you don't get off my property, I'm going to spray you with the water hose. So they had no fence. No fence. Okay. So it's in the front yard. Got it. Okay. And so she kept messing with the yard. He got the water hose <laughs> and sss, sprayed her right in the face. Oh, did the thumb over the hole? Yeah. yeah thumb, make it harder. Yeah. Thumb over the hole. Yeah. Made it a line drive <laughs> right in the face. She calls police. Police come out. They check it. She was in her property. He gets arrested. Dang, wow. dang, dang, dang. So he was wrong. He was yeah. wrong. He had the property line wrong. How'd they get the map so quick? And why didn't they get that to begin with? Man, I, who had the map? Yeah, and can you just pull it up on the internet? <laughs> or is it like one of those old maps of the gas station? <laughs> right, right, right. How do, you, how do you walk it? Like, where do you know where to start? You can find it somewhere because I had, a, there was, you know, confusion on the property line between my, me and my neighbor. And there was this leak thing happening. Not the big leak that cost me $600 a month, but... We couldn't figure out who was going to pay for it. And so we ended up figuring out, oh, wow, it's literally the line is 50-50 between us. So we split it mm. like good neighbors. The line was 50-50 for real? Like 50-50. Yeah. So we split the bill 50-50. Yeah. Sounds like they got one over on you. <laughs> <laughs> we had a leak too. We had to pay for the whole thing. It was coming from our side, even though it was going right onto their property. We oh. knew it was coming mm. from us. Yeah. Well, good for you. Yeah. I wish I had a water hose. I'd have spite in their face <laughs> when they came over. Yes. All right, is that it, Lunchbox? I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Amy, you're an inspiration in a lot of ways to a lot of listeners, even to myself sometimes. And the fact that you are going out and you're stretching, you're stretching yourself and you're doing new things, I think it's really cool. I yeah. Do. I, and so you went and you're doing improv. You went to an improv class. I had my first one. So explain to our listeners what improv is. Well, um, well, I'm learning. I've never done improv before at all, but my class was three hours long. So it's every week for the next 
seven weeks because eight weeks total for three hours. And I, what we, we did a lot of exercises yesterday, just like warm up and like get to know our group because we're going to be together for so long. But uh, sort of just encouraging you play off of whatever the other person does. And there's a lot of activities of like you say one thing and then I come and say whatever comes to mind after me. It's but, this show. Yeah, it, well, yeah improv. Except, what we do for five hours every day. Except for where I'm going, and I don't know if this is every improv place, but my teacher, Mike, he's... Uh, particularly all about let's like, keeping it positive. It's like yes and. keeping the, f- yes and that's yeah. the first rule. Yeah, yes. But, and yeah, you knew that. Yeah. Okay. You, you do improv buzz. How'd you know about yes. And never it, heard of that. All right. And please just continue with your story. You no, know, he literally like we had a, he had like a chart and yes. And was number one. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to teach you that. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, you can say, and this I think is good to take into life, even with conversation, like not improv, like your relationships, your people like recognizing, Hey, what you just said. Yes. Yes. It has value. And I'm going to add to it with this instead of saying yes, but, or no, but. Do you feel weird in the class? Did you feel weird? Were you out of place? Like first day of school again, but as an adult? Well, I found it to be really helpful like seeing everybody else there just be, they they were just doing it. Like, uh, luckily I didn't have to go first on one of the things. Was everybody's first day the same day yours was? Yeah, we're all this, we're the same group together great, for the great. whole, and it's, we're level one, so no one has ever done it before. And I don't know, I just really, really enjoyed it. And I can't wait for next week. And so what do you do for three hours? Like, give us an exercise. We'll, we'll do a little bit of it. Okay, well, we did the yes and. Like, you had to, we paired up with partners, and then you just started to, um, share an idea. Go ahead. Uh, okay, so I'm thinking about having this party, but you, but you all bounce off each other. So, so this one of one of the things that came up was like we're throwing a party uh for teenagers, but there's underage drinking. I don't know how it evolved to that. And then there's you wear swimsuits and wigs and there's no chaperone, but these are these are bad ideas. Like it's a bad idea to have a teen party with alcohol and no chaperones. But you had we had to just practice being like, well, yes, and and we would add to it. That was an exercise of us getting used to saying yes and even when it was a negative situation. Was there anyone in class that was kind of annoying because they wanted to be the no at all? Not at all. No. We ha- we got into we broke up into groups too and invented a product. But like it started with one person saying one thing about it. We pretended we were on Shark Tank. And so, like Bobby, you would say, like the person in my group said, well, I guess we're going to mass produce it. And then the guy next to me was like, well, I don't know. How are we going to get that much bamboo? And then so I was like, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, are we feeding pandas all over the world or just locally? And then it, that's, how, that's how it evolves. And the next thing you know, we're pitching to Shark Tank our food for pandas and zoos. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is our spokesperson because what we realized in the research about like my the dreams. food— I just random crap. Right, but it evolves. Like the food for the panda, we realized, is great for um, bodybuilders too. So the product is has multiple layers. So that's how, I mean, it's just fun activities like that that just build into like weird stuff. So you did three hours. Mm-hmm. Was it a long three hours? No, I feel like it went by really fast. Like there was, so, we were in a circle, like doing like clap games and like number, because it's more so too sometimes paying attention. <laughs> no. But like paying attention to what the person next to you is saying, because it's, it, it made me realize here too, because I know I'm not always, uh, my brain can be a lot of places. So I know that w- how my brain is, I need to actively focus on listening. And I don't always do that. So I feel as though that is a huge takeaway for me is I want to actively listen, but that's going to take some practice and 
my brain and being like, okay, if this person is talking, focus on literally everything they're saying. That's the most important thing. What they're saying is way more important than anything that you're trying to say and stop trying to come up with what you're always going to say and just be okay with being in the moment and saying whatever without being insecure or self-conscious. Any fellas there that caught your eye? No, there's, it's actually me and only one other girl. Everybody else is guys. Yeah. Oh, so I say any fellas yeah, there that cut your any eye? Any cool, good-looking, yeah, funny any guys? Any funny guys that you were like, any ooh, like, charmy charm. That Hello. fella's got a heck of a jawline and makes me LOL. He's witty. No, but, no. We did do something I thought y'all would think was fun here, though. But I don't know how we would do it yet. Pivot? Mm-hmm. Quick pivot. Definitely a pivot. I'll leave it there then. Yes, okay. and? I like what I hear. So, we had <laughs> wow. a, it was almost like a game of tell, like, say, Bobby, you and I are paired up, and I tell you a story, and then you tell me a story. And then you rotate and switch people. Whatever the last story you heard was is a story you have to repeat. And I'm already you, lost. And, I, I know, I know. Yeah. But listen, it's like a game of telephone. Yes, and, and you, we're going to play a song. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and. But then you get up in front and you have to present to everybody the last story you told. And then the person whose original story was has to raise their hand and say how accurate the story was. And it was so funny how it just mm-hmm. evolved into something that it wasn't. Well, I'm proud of you for trying something new. Yeah, me too. I really am because I I was thinking of excuses yesterday to not go because it just already was like, this is dumb. It's three hours. I don't know anybody. What am I doing? And then I thought, no, I signed up for this for a reason and I want to go. And then what's the, what's the goal here? The goal would be to, to stretch myself, also exercise my brain in that way and hopefully take away some positive things that A, will help me here at work or help me with my podcast or live shows and being prepared for things that happen but what I didn't realize is I think it's going to also help me in even how I parent and everyday relationships and communication. I just think it's a, something fun that everybody should do. If you can. What are you going to say? What? <laughs> if you can, I don't know. I was just going to say this whole show is basically five hours of doing, yes, Andy? doing improv. We don't yes and a lot though. We're like, no, no we're but. like, no, but, but still no, it's, but. it's still the same thing. Yeah. But yeah, we, I, oh, I think you could be good at it. Yeah, let's see. I'm happy for you. Well, there is no. It's like, what is good? Uh, no, there's good. I've, there's I've really seen, good yeah, and really bad. Yeah, there's really good, yeah. Well, everyone in my group seems good. Hey, announced today the comedically inspirational tour, a new show in Monterey, California, Golden State Theater, and tickets go on sale Friday. So at 10 local time, if you're over in California, so 10 Pacific, I should say. Just go to bobbybones.com, Friday, 10 Pacific. Or if you're in the B team and you get the newsletter, you, you can probably get the pre-sale like Wednesday or so. But Monterey, California, Golden State Theater, we'd love for you guys to come. It'd be pretty awesome. Uh, Amy, anything going on with you? Well, I thought of another habit I need to break, which is rambling. I'm going to work on that. Just thought about that right now? <laughs> well, I've been thinking about it ever since we did it. I was like, oh, I should have said Did what, ram- since you started rambling? <laughs> <laughs> No, since but I, I think that's about, who you are. I, I know, but I mean, I could, you know. I agree. Dial it back a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amy's a rambling woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I, I have a hair appointment and a dentist appointment today. So, oh, and first day of school for my kids, like full day. So I'll go straight from here to all that and then pick them up. You? <laughs> was that a ramble? No, I just was <laughs> sitting was here short. letting you do your thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my um, brother-in-law and sister-in-law are in town, and so we're hanging out with them for a few days. I think Thomas Rhett's coming over to the house today, yeah, to do- Hanging uh, out with you guys? MBD. Not with us as a family. <laughs> He's coming over today to do a Bobby okay. cast because the studio for that's there. That makes sense. Yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you, guys. 
You know that Monterey show we announced that? We'd love for you to get on that Friday. Uh, we're also giving away a trip to Las Vegas to come to my show there. Just go to bobbybones.com. And we have listeners on that win these trips, but this is a pretty good one. I don't. I hope I'm not paying for this. I don't think I'm paying for this, but I never know. But it's a $500 travel card, two nights hotel, two tickets to the event, a meet and greet with me. And I guess that travel card will get your flights, right? Yeah. They didn't ask me for this money. I'm assuming they're paying for it, but I do not know. But yeah, bobbybones.com for more information, official rules, and your chance to enter to win. Sponsored by AEG Presents. Hey, I'm not paying for it. That's go. awesome. Uh, if you don't you know, want to leave it a chance, tickets are on sale now, AXS.com. More rules. Well, you can win this. Listeners win all the time. Go to bobbybones.com. That's it. Thank you, guys. See you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bones Show. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.